Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 170 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am your host, Michael, always joined by Alex. Hello. Brayden. Hello. And a, a, a new female face? No. Kristen? Just, just no. me. Oh, Chris. Hi. Oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> hey. Alex just went into my DMs. What's going on? <laughs> it's been How four seconds. Today? <laughs> it's everyone's favorite movie show. Movie show? Aren't we a movie show? We're, uh, we're a movie we should show. Be. We're also like, a TV show. We and like video TV games. Shows. Should we talk about video games? We talk do. about everything. We're we sluts. We, we go on a lot of weird tangents. So expect the unexpected. Wow, you got to say... Expect really... the unexpected. Well, I will say, Jeez. when I walked, I walked out and spoke to my family after recording last week's episode, and they were like, oh, yeah, what'd you talk about? And I was like, oh, yeah, Bob the Builder. <laughs> We did yeah. talk about Bob the Builder. Yeah, it's a great episode. I, I, uh, I got a couple of questions. And it was the best episode I... in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a couple of questions because I had that VHS uh, sitting next to my, sitting is next to my desk. Is it still sitting there? It is still sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you've, you've been playing it all week. So. Oh, yeah. Especially the Pingu stuff. Oh, jeez. What, what, oh, <laughs> Whatever you do in your own time is up to you, my dude. <laughs> what sound effect did you make? Noot, noot. Newt, no. That's definitely not what Alex did. Michael Newton. What did I do? I don't know. It sounded. It didn't sound like a. Newt. I didn't make a sound effect. Oh. But you did Newt Newt everywhere when you're watching Penguin, so we'll just leave of it at course. that. Anyway, so let's move on. Brayden, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Just working. Yeah. Working and uni. Yeah. I'm still at uni yeah. and I'm working, yeah. and it's fun. I'm a, There's lots of. Lots of uh, comic books coming out every single week. There's a lot. Get yours now in your local retailer. Get yours now. Coming in soon, Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's, That's happening. It's not even a joke. That's an actual thing. Get together and, and Morphin time. Morph yep. all over that big lizard. Uh, we've got Batman versus Spawn coming. Sorry, M- Morphin time. Um, <laughs> I I, actually, we have a Morbius book in stock right now if you want it. Is it called Morbius? It's Morbius? titled It's Morbin Time, the book. Oh my god, I wish it was titled It's Morbin Time. Brayden, just get some masking tape and go over every single one and just write It's Morbin Time across it. I honestly could. You actually should write that in the little column next to the price tag. You know how they do <laughs> honestly, sometimes? It it's would help Either that itself. or just make a little sign it would, right actually. next to where they are with the price. Because Lord Morbin knows time. they're not going to sell gotta, right now. Gonna morb up. Morb up. Or morb down. Or morb down. Morb down for what? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a it's a it's a book called Morbius, The Living Vampire, Old Wounds. And uh, it's it I cannot recommend it to anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't sound nice. Stay away from it. That's the book. Just avoid it. That's the title. We're all ready for it. A, I blanked actually, out. Of, I don't know what I, you guys are talking about. Then I'll throw it out. Can I very quickly <laughs> shout out uh, the uh, two girls that were in my shop this afternoon who I overheard say, man, I can't wait until they do Venom 3. And the new Venom com- 3. Completely Venom. not sarcastic at all. They were like, oh, man, yeah, I love Tom Hardy. is better. But I absolutely, I cannot wait until they do a third one. And I just mm. want to shout them out because that's very wholesome. Is there a second Venom with Tom Hardy? I didn't even know that. Yeah, there is a second Venom with Tom Hardy. <laughs> the with Woody Harrison. Oh, uh, of course. It's Venom time. I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's Venom time. That's it. Venom. That's the one. Doesn't have the, doesn't have the 
quite the same ring to it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that'd be Carnage was the name of that one. And okay. boy, was there Carnage. Was it? Was that was pretty, pretty shit. Yeah. It was, that was a rough one. For a movie Andy Circus directed too. Yeah, bless. Could have been better. Could have been, been better. Could have been better. Venom. Could have been better. Venom. Uh, Alex, how many times have you watched a film this week? <laughs> I watched. Thank you for asking, first of all, Braden. Um, there was, there's, you know, there comes a time in one's life, around once a year, where there is a film that comes out that is just the pinnacle of cinema for that moment in time. It is the only thing worth watching and the only thing that you would want to watch. Everybody loves it. Everybody wants to be a part of it. And ladies and gentlemen, and all in between, that film this year is Top Gun Maverick. What? (laughs) Nothing. It's Top Gun Maverick. It's Top Gun (laughs) Maverick. (laughs) It's so Morbius. Uh, How good is Top Gun Maverick, Alex? We love Top Gun Maverick. That we do. It is easily the best film there is this year. And oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. There's that new one coming from the Mamma Mia 1 and 2 director that you switched your mind right, on very quickly. Not, <laughs> we should not count our chickens before they hatch, Braden. It's quite correct. I just want we to still- shout out to everyone at home listening. In our group chat, we got a message from Alex with a screenshot that we got tickets to the um, previous screening of... I don't even know the name of the film. Um, uh, it's called Ticket to Paradise, Braden. Ticket to it Paradise be, with George Clooney and... It should, and, uh, and the fabulous Julia Roberts. Yep. Um, and Alex was like, film of the year, guys. Here we go. Get Kane. And then he said, oh, this is actually by the director of Mamma Mia 1 and 2. I take all my sarcasm back. <laughs> It was beautiful. It was also hey, pretty Matt. quick too. Like it, it didn't. That message wasn't sitting there very long. Yeah, man's got to admit quick. when he's wrong. Man's got to admit when he's wrong. You know. <laughs> also starring Caitlin Deaver and Billy Lord. If that Caitlin Deaver's in it. Yeah, Matt. Look, okay, now look. I'm interested. Uh, and, wait, and Billy Lord. And Billy Lord from the the two of them from Booksmart. Yeah, and we've got six tickets to Ticket to Paradise. God damn, tickets to Paradise. We've got six tickets to Paradise. Six tickets, six tickets to, to paradise. paradise. Six tickets to tickets to paradise. Right. Say that six times really fast. We'll have to. We'll have to figure it out. I might see if Michaela will count. Oh, Brayden, I've already reserved two tickets. That's fair enough. So three, including myself. Is it for your so, mum? No, it's for my sister. Well, you're welcome to my ticket. No, it's, <laughs> Christian, this is the pinnacle of cinema this year. I know I just went on the big spiel about Top Gun being the great. I'm, I'm locking it in now. If Ticket to Paradise does not appear on at least one of us, other than me, it's top 10 of the year, all right? It could sneak in that number 10 spot. This is Alex trying to use the caveat of Brayden isn't going to see that many movies this year, so it, it <laughs> will have to be on my list. No, because Brayden, you, you're the kind of person to like this better than Morbius, but Morbius is a superhero movie, so you put Morbius above it. Nothing nothing will bring Morbius above anything. <laughs> like, even in my book, that, is, that just isn't going to Are you happen. putting Morbius above the Harry Potter shit one that came out this year? Oh. Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh. oh. What's better? The Dumbledore? Ooh. As or... the only one who's actually seen Morbius. 
Brayden. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, no, none of us is, have seen Morbius. Would I put Morbius above tickets to Dumbledore? Tickets to Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Secret um, Dumbledore. Um, no, it's it's tickets. To, it's by tickets to Dumbledore. Secrets yeah. of Dumbledore. Paradise. Secrets uh, to Paradise. And tickets to Dumbledore. Um, Secrets to Dumbledore. Would I put Dumbledore Morbius to Paradise? I'd watch Dumbledore to Paradise. They're very on par. Like <laughs> they're equally shit. Like that's yeah, what that means. I'm pretty sure they are equally shit because like Fantastic uh-huh. Beasts has like some nice visuals. But did we did we find the beast? But not really. In fact, they did nothing in the entire film. More happened in Morbius by the end of the movie than Fantastic Beasts three. We got politics in in you know. But I they didn't thought... amount to anything. I really would have thought in 2022 that we would have gone, maybe we shouldn't make a prequel film to a franchise centered around politics. Yeah. I thought maybe we got the, we got the hint. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But uh, maybe. we didn't. Nope. And therefore, Tickets to Paradise will now appear <laughs> on at least one of our, one of our top 10 lists, not including myself, because obviously yeah. it's going to be number one. It could be um, better than Morbius. So I'm, 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 I'm saying it. It'll be on one of our lists. That's not me. Okay. And if it is, I get something. I get <laughs> Dallas get something. And do you lose anything if you're wrong? We will have to watch Morbius. Hey. We will have to do a commentary track for Morbius if I'm right. Sounds like what, should... watching Tickets to Paradise is already I, a punishment. <laughs> but, I mean... So here's the thing. Here's, here's, here, are we ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's Slow down. <laughs> here's the bet. Hold up. Oh. oh. Slow down. Oh, <laughs> he's, dead, he's gone. <laughs> even he's, the, even the camera's so telling him to slow down. Uh, so Here's there's the no bet to happen. Uh, Here's the thing. <laughs> if Tickets to Paradise appears on one of your three lists for this year, I, we will have to watch more of you. All right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not going to happen. If it doesn't appear on anyone's list, and you have to be honest and genuine, mm. I will do a solo commentary track for Morbius. <laughs> yes. Now this is stakes. Oh, my God. So we're going to get into. A spiritual sequel to Alex's Godzilla vs. Kong play-by-play. Uh, it's by a play. trilogy because I also did a play-by-play of the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Did you? <laughs> Hitman's Wife's a, Bodyguard. Oh, my God. That's play-by-play. That movie sucked. Oh, that's one of the movie. Where, that's the one where I got really bored and I started just pretending to be the director. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> yep. Glorious. Yeah. Oh, and I did a solo one for GI Joe. Uh, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Why? I don't remember. <laughs> End of a throwback. Yeah, when did you do this? COVID. Are these just COVID? living on uh, uh, Patreon or something? Yeah. Um. Talk and I'll get it up. Okay. That's incredible. Um. What? So blood. We just, just make a pack. He's not listening. Just make. We'll just make a pack. Just none of us included on there. <laughs> no, I mean to be okay. genuine. <laughs> Le- leave a leave a comment somewhere on our video or whatever um, of what you would like to see us do a commentary track of. And if you want to see Braden get better internet, we'll do that as well. That that just can't happen. Well, Braden, you cut. You started cutting out there. I know. I saw. I watched myself. It's weird because I can see when I start cutting out because I'm watching the stream through you in Discord. So I just see me start to like stutter and go all crazy. Yeah, to be fair, half the time when someone starts stuttering or Braden starts stuttering, I have to question if it's my internet or his to start with. 
Mm. Mike was fairly good. First one to say that. It's about consistency. I'm glad. All right, anyway. What else what else have we all been up to? Um, you've also been watching TV shows you lot. Oh yeah, I should talk we about have. Top Gun. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that. yeah. Let's talk about Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't spoken about it much this year, so I thought we'd talk about it more. We want more Top um, Gun talk. Nah, look, I was kidding. Like, I did watch it twice this week. Um, I I think the film's phenomenal. It's got the source. Um, it it's just it's a really great film. It's it's got everything you want from a, a movie, guys. It does, and more. And that's, and more fierce. Um, so yeah, I look. I I I could sit here for an hour and talk about Top Gun, but I'm not going to do that to everyone else's time. I would love, like, I know you've got a full time job, but I would love to see you do a full on like hour long YouTube video essay about how good Top Gun Maverick is. Alex, what's yeah. your one word review for Top Gun Maverick? Hmm. <laughs> Careful. It's only one word. Careful. That's mine. Oh. You've stumped him. Oh, that's hard because I need more than one word. I was word. half expecting him to just come out with speed, but <laughs> that's fine. Mm. I, was thought, I thought it would just drop like exquisite or something. Exquisite. Uh, oh, look. Or just cruise. It's sauce. 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 Okay. sauce. <laughs> that's the most Alex answer for a movie that he loves. <laughs> Either yeah. way, here's my here's my Cobra. It's here. I From cannot last believe. Year. That's yeah, so, so good. So yeah, if anyone wants to watch it. Also, here's the other one. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> yeah. Bit of fun. I cannot we should do believe. this more often. We haven't done this was good. We did this well. Yeah, we needed we need to do that. We really and, needed to do a new one. And Freaky was kind of fun, but Freaky kinda of sucked. Yeah, bless. Freaky wasn't bad. Just could yeah, be it wasn't bad. It just wasn't incredible. Mm. We should do another one. That's locked one in. Yeah. We should definitely do one. We should get COVID. Well, we've got the Morbius bet nope. going already, remember? <laughs> Morbius, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You guys are just going to fuck me out of that. Someone here is going to love no. Ticket to Paradise. No, you know I'll be we... honest if I love it. You know what we can do? What? We can record it and just have it as like a, this maybe will come out. We don't know if it'll release or not. But then the bet's invalid because yeah. we've already done it. <laughs> no, but then otherwise you've got to watch it again and do it solo. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that gives him more time to find stuff. Like, because then he, he knows stuff. Uh, he knows you, stuff. You, need, you need the initial reaction from him. Yeah. I, yeah. So, look, I, and smartly, I've just figured out a way for everyone to watch and come to Ticket to Paradise. So that's happened. <laughs> you have actually, yeah. Got to do it now. I've locked you all in. True. One year contract. We'll be there. Will you, Chris? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, nah, I'll be there for the bet. Yeah. For the Only bet, for the bet, not the that's, movie. Yeah, not the free movie. He, he has done a solid here because now I have to come. <laughs> Content. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, watch Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Also, Breaking Bad's great. There yes, you you've rewatched Breaking um, Bad. How's that? I'm like, I've I've done two seasons since last time, uh, or two and a half. It's been a lot of Breaking Bad. Um, getting a full time job, I really thought that my days of just being able to binge watch a TV show were over. That's not true. Nah, you're mm. still fine in time. You come home and you go, well, looks like I'm watching three episodes of Breaking Bad. 
Oh, it's it, midnight. It's, it's, yeah, it's, we'll do it again tomorrow. We're up in seven hours. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's that thing where, like, because when you're in uni mode, any point in time is a time when you could be doing work. Hmm. Whereas when you're working full time, nine to five, second you clock off. But also, I am doing uni and working full time, nine to five. So hmm. that's even worse for him. So well, Braden's. What are you confused at, Braden? I, I have a. Oh, I. I have <laughs> a. <laughs> have a I, I have a spinner ring for my anxiety. And I put it down on my keyboard, and then I started stressing because I couldn't find it. <laughs> it was the Don't source of anxiety. Me. It's been it such a source. long day for me. I like I'm exhausted, so I've got a spicy coke here. And um, and uh, Chris, what you've been watching? All right. Well, yeah, I was about to say. You know, speaking of uh, endless spicy nine coke. to five salary man work. Mm. Yeah, maybe you should go down to Madison Avenue. All right, it's in uh, it's in Manhattan. It's where some serious work gets done in the uh, in the TV show The Madman, starring John Hamm. Is that that's the, the one? Mad man. Where, <laughs> the Madman. No, uh, if you don't know, it's Madman, and mm. uh, there's a lot more people in this than John Hamm, which is what I didn't know going in. The hand sandwich. Um, Alison Brie pops up straight away. Okay. And cool. if we know Community, we know and love Alison Brie. Um, okay. so she's awesome. And who else is in this? Other people have popped in, but mainly just, yeah, the other characters in the show are also like so good as well as like Don Draper, who obviously everybody knows that's like, Mm. he's projected himself beyond the show, but yeah, it's it's written really well. Uh, And it's, uh, it's a time capsule. Like it's the sixties. There's some culture shock. So uh, I don't know if we can get the viewing screen up, Alex. You you have to play a clip. I have no sound. Does that? We don't have mm, the ability for sound. Is that, that going to ruin anything? You know what? No, it'll work. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll right. still what work. Am ty- what am I typing in? We we'll get Chris to do some foley work. I linked in the general chat. I don't know if you can do that. Because that was time. Yeah, I can do that on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, so the '60s. It's the parenting, the work culture, especially. Mm. The um complete bully misogynistic bullying of women. Mm. It's awful. Um, it's really yeah. bad. Where uh, does it compare to Madden Talk? <laughs> it's just on that level at all times, basically in the office. Okay. And that's yeah. where Peggy comes in. That's why we love Peggy, because Peggy's the um like she's basically the secretary who um gets a shot at being an actual proper copywriter which are cool. the people that write advertisements. So she's like the, the new age, like woman in the show, like pushing, like mm. she's the career woman. Like she's the only one. And uh, oh, she's an awesome character. Um, big twist first season with Peggy, but you know, not going to ruin it. Cool. Get in there and watch Mad Men. Got a bit of an M night, M night. Bit of an M night going on. But um, she's an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let me just link this down. She's Bruce Willis. She's unbreakable. She's Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this clip specifically, that when I say culture shock, this uh, my m- my mouth was open when I saw this. Mm. Is it? Have you linked it to the right part of the clip? Yeah, yeah, that should be timestamped. Okay. All right, it is timestamped. Good. All right. All right, here we go. I'm sure, this is gonna be really so lovely. So they're just talking, and and one mother says. 
Oh, uh, I haven't. So the mother here just says, uh, I haven't seen the kids in a while. Like, what are the kids doing? Yeah. And she yells out for the kids. Yeah. Like, okay, what are the kids up to? We're playing Spaceman. <laughs> oh, no. So she oh, goes, no. get over here this second. If you put my clothes from that bag on the floor, you'll be in huge trouble. <laughs> now go back and play. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. What? And they're just smoking the entire time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone is smoking at all times indoors. Oh, man. Jesus. I want to take up smoking. That's the problem. It's so yeah. cool. Smoking yeah, is so cool. It's such a shame, isn't it? Because, like, you know how bad it is, but they always make it look so cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so that clip, obviously, obviously it's the 60s. There haven't been various public health initiatives explaining yep. that kids shouldn't play with bags on their heads. You shouldn't put a plastic bag <laughs> over your kid's head. No, and well, just the Chris, fact that she tells Chris, her off for something else yeah, and sends and you, them back. You watching it now unsupervised, totally expecting her to say, oh, you need to yeah. take that bag off. As soon as you see the bag on the kid's head, you're nervous. You're like, no, get yeah, it off. Get it off the kid. Get it off there. the kid. Yep. And oh just, God. yeah. So there's Chris, plenty of moments like that in this show. Um, one other one that hey, sticks Chris. out is, sorry, what's that? Hey, Chris, you, you're watching Mad Men. You, you want to take up smoking. How do you think I'm going watching Breaking Bad? I'm just like. <laughs> he just wants yes. to take up Mad <laughs> I'm just like. Uh, that's a spicy smoking. <laughs> now that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's ice, baby. But yeah, just other moments where, you know, there'll be a, uh, a secretary and a copywriter like fully making out on the main floor of the office mm. and the main characters will walk past it continuing their conversation like like yep. not noticing it as if it was just that's yeah of Who's course that? that's happening that's normal. No, that's normal yeah yeah and yeah so misogyny <laughs> there's a lot of it it's yeah. uh, the show. It's, yeah there is the cruelest part where um there's a new position basically and one of the secretaries because she notices peggy um kind of becoming an actual, like, piece of the office rather than just another secretary. Mm. Uh, she takes it upon herself to, like, begin, start doing this job and filling in, and she's, like, really good at it. She's, like, the whole episode is following her, like, finding, she's, like, feeling like a real person, you know, she's being noticed. Yeah. And then the next episode, they're just like, oh, yeah, we hired a guy to do the job now. Thanks for helping out. Can you teach him how to do it? Wow. And, and she's like, uh, right right now <laughs> and he's like yeah oh. yeah just just show him and she uh and then the guy like yeah it's just it's like a punch in the gut it's yeah. so awful jesus yeah and I, uh, feel like, I feel like i feel like i would enjoy this show but i feel like there's so much of that in it that like i would have to so permanently be focused on the fact that they are against it. yeah but there, there are some good moments too, whereas you can understand um, where kind of the error comes in and there's the ones that are just kind of going along with, you know, the status quo. And then there's the real assholes that are just so cruel. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah. Good and deliberate then, bad guys. Yeah. And uh, all right, I'm not going to talk about Man Men for hours, but I could because I've watched three seasons in like four days or something. Jesus. <laughs> yes. But the Don Draper. John Hamm's character, he's he's great. He, you like him, but he's so hard to like. He's not mm. he's not nice. So he's like Tony. 
Uh, yeah, a little, a little bit, pretty much. Well, is that a, is that a soprano? One That's of the a soprano. See, one of the main characters is uh, John Hamm's wife, and John Hamm's not very faithful to his wife. And just like Tony, every time you like, he you think he's he's realized that he loves his family. He goes again, and he screws it all up, and yep. That's why I found myself gra- gravitating towards some different characters, like Pete Campbell. He's a young go-getter, and Peggy. We love Peggy. He's a oh, young yeah. go-getter as well. So yeah, um, you know, you come for John Hamm, you stay for Pete Campbell for and Peggy, Hamm. and for John Hamm still, oh. because maybe there'll <laughs> and, be a redemption. You still want to support John Hamm? <laughs> well, look. So far, the trope is at the end of each season, he realizes he loves his wife, and then the start <laughs> of the next season, he fucks it up immediately. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so they have character development, but then have to reset the status quo at the start uh, of every season. Oh, uh, I mean, yes, yeah. So you think they're back together and they're happy, and then his daughter finds the uh, pin from the air stewardess that he slept with, and oh he God. has to pretend that it was a gift, and then she's putting it on, and they're all playing with it, and he's just oh. looking at it like, oh, that's the reminder that I just fucked, like I just slept around again. My God. So yeah, the show be brutal like that. Get get Fair. yourself in line, Mr. Ham. Treat enough. treat that woman right. Treat that woman right. Yeah. Amen. Did you guys see uh the trailer came out? The trailer came out today? Ooh, today. Uh, I've not seen a trailer yeah. today. What trailer came out trailer today? today? Uh it's for a little movie. I'm not sure how many of us are excited for this movie. Ooh. Um, it's definitely one that's kind of just on a radar at the moment. On, but uh on our radar. On our radar, it's Oh, it's the Weird Al movie. Yeah. Yes. I'm kind of excited. So, you know, this isn't a true story, right? Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. So this is not the true story. I'm pretty sure this is not a true story. No, it's, isn't it a parody of It's a parody of of biopic. Which is amazing. Which is so awesome. Because I'm pretty sure Weird Al and Madonna didn't have a relationship together. Yeah. Yeah, I severely doubt that. Yeah, but also Daniel Radcliffe in costume is perfect. Oh, Dan, uh, it's terrifyingly good. (laughs) Where's Madonna? Like, I'm pretty sure. Okay, are we all Madonna? We're Weird Al fans. (laughs) Pretty sure Madonna and Weird Al didn't have a relationship. This is wild. We all love real Weird Al here. Love Weird Al. Yeah, love Weird Al. Have you guys seen the video? Video from um, NHS or something? No, the Weird Al movie with Kramer from Seinfeld. My yeah. God, that's a thing. Have you seen Raymond Wilson? That's his character in the whole film. He's wearing this getup. Dwight, <laughs> oh, like a magician, like a tuxedo sort of thing. Yeah, incredible. Can we talk about the fact uh, how fit Daniel Radcliffe is? <laughs> he's got those pecs popping. Yeah, because I thought up until I saw this trailer, I thought this was going to be like a proper Weird Al biopic. Yeah, yeah, same. Upon watching this now. You're it's not so definitely, sure. it's definitely no, it parody. Not. Yeah, but that's it's parody. Yeah, that's in the spirit. Yeah, but yeah that's oh, also absolutely. in like that's in character, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's he wouldn't really tell fun. his real story. He would tell a story like this. I guess that's the idea. Yeah. Well, he co-wrote the film. Yeah. Perfect. So that's. I always love uh, the Weird Al story. He he went to like a famous musician party in you know like in Hollywood. And he realized he'd made it because someone yelled out, oh my God, Weird, Weird Al's here. And it was Paul he, McCartney. <laughs> he's in the Whoa. film, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Amazing. He, 
He's in the movie, by the way. Paul um, McCartney? No, Weird Al. Oh, oh, there, oh he there he is. Looking rather normal. Yeah. yeah. Looking normal. But yeah. Um, Fun story sorry, about uh, Weird Al. Uh, uh, Ross uh, from Greenlight Comics, uh, the comic shop they used to work at, uh, Weird Al was in Adelaide because he was on tour. And he just like very slyly slinked into the shop and like was being very casual and was like trying to stay quite hidden and understated as he was in this little comic shop. And uh, Ross spotted him instantly. He was just like, hey, man, how you doing? Very casual. And he was like, yeah, good, thanks. And he milled about and looked at a bunch of comics and stuff. And then he came back and him and Ross had a chat for a little bit, you know, just like keeping everything very hush hush. And he's like, and then at the end, he's leaving. He's like, oh, thanks, thank, thanks, man. Like, thanks for like not making a big scene about everything. You know, I really appreciate when people. And then he turned around to the other people in the shop and said, see ya, folks. <laughs> Which is Glorious. incredible. Um, just the exact type of energy that you love to hear from Weird Al. I would love him to come back because I would love to see him in concert. It'd, oh, be, yeah. it'd be a wild time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me more Weird Al. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for some Yankovic. But very excited for the movie. I think it could be a lot of fun. Mm. It definitely looks like it. If it's as bonkers as, as it looks, it will be very fun. Mm. And don't worry, you can find it on your Roku, I guess. Roku device. <laughs> Whatever Whoa. that is. That's weird. New that platform? New streaming service? Both. Uh, what, is, no, what are we what, looking what, at? I'm fairly sure Telstra old? TVs are like Roku Gaming devices. console? Yeah, Telstra TVs are like Roku-ish. Is it a calculator? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I believe it's a calculator. It's, it's, coming it's to like your graphics calculator near yep. you. Coming to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to put in a secret code and then oh. you can unlock it's, the film. And flip it upside down with boobies. We all know <laughs> it. <right? laughs> That's how you start it. That's how you start the movie. That's the start of the movie. To write that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so you don't keep, forget. Uh, no, it's keep tabs. Speaking uh, of movies. No, you, you segue. No, no, your segue. Your you segue speaking would of be movies. better. My hand was no segue. Uh, speaking of movies, I watched. Anyway, guys, speaking of a movies. New movie. I... <laughs> yeah, Chris, you uh, did watch a new movie. By Mr. Ron Howard. This is quite mm-hmm. anticipated by um, a lot in the uh, caving community. <laughs> in the scuba diving world. <laughs> uh, now, one thing you should know, Alex, is that scuba diving, very different to cave diving. Very, very, very different. And I'm cave sure diving, they make a big point of that in this film? Not enough of a point, which is my main criticism, actually. <laughs> yes. I am one of those ignorant bitches. Because I've been on, like, I prepared for this movie without even knowing it because I've been watching cave diving disasters on YouTube for months. <laughs> is that just a fun genre that you found? Did the YouTube algorithm I mean, hit you? Of great, like, YouTube, like, people watch crime mysteries, you know, the cave yeah, diving mysteries stuff. are pretty good ones. Um, Chris anyway. went from a, uh, a stream from Sips of the Yogg's cast <laughs> straight yes. into cave diving disasters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 13 lives. So mm-hmm. this is the dramatization of the Thailand uh, 12 boys and their soccer coach was it 13 no it's 13 lives I, I i assume they include the soccer coach in that so yeah 12 boys and the coach coaches no. don't have souls um the coaches, if you didn't hear about this they went caving they didn't uh the rains came five weeks early 
Mm. So very unlucky. Um, and the cave partially flooded. And uh, people thought they were dead for weeks. And um, yeah. they weren't. And they all got out safely. A lot more to it than that. Insane. So the fact that no one died in the actual disaster is crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. It is. I think that's why it is such a big deal. Because, like, if I feel like it's it's horrid to say. I feel like if one person had died, it wouldn't be as big a deal. Probably not. Uh, Which is really sad. Yeah, the the fact that they oh, were all alive, up, the fact that they all got them all out, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, that's how the news works. Like, so the now, news would have made a less Christian, of a big deal about it. If you like this movie and the story, boy howdy do I have the documentary for you. <laughs> okay, well, I was about to say, I've watched more, th- I've watched a Thai documentary uh, subtitled on the, um, what happened, which, uh, is good because it focuses like on talking to the Navy SEALs because they're Thai and the, the government. And I've also watched a Western documentary on the same thing, which was much more from the American point of view and the English is that divers. The, is that the um, one that's called The Rescue? Possibly. There's one, Dis- there's one in Disney Plus that like people. I've seen the prominent uh, Western made one. And I've seen then that. That's, yeah, that's the rescue. Yeah. And I've seen the Thai made one. But anyway, uh, so the, the movie picks up straight away, like, the boys going to the cave, um, and then features some, like, grueling stuff, which I've seen the real videos of, which is um, when they first realised the kids were in there, a lot of the mothers were at the cave entrance, like, just yelling, wailing into the cave because they thought their kids were dead and, they were, like, it was a bit of a reaction, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, scary. So the movie starts with, like, that, and uh, it, it quickly moves along. So the, the movie, like, is just jumping. Like mm. very quickly, uh, and that—that's where I feel like a little bit was missed in some details. Um, but we basically get very quickly to the English divers, which I guess the movie's more centered around. And these are the two blokes that found found the kids, um, and were just there to help out. And uh, as we mentioned about like cave diving, it's very rare. So like the best, most qualified cave divers are not the Navy SEALs. They are like just these amateurs who do it for fun, and they're doctors yeah. and lawyers. They're obviously quite well off. It's it's expensive hobby. Yeah, um, the people who do it as a hobby rather than the people who are trained in all sorts of different things, but are not experts in that one field. Yeah, see, this is this is the one where they have to administer a very specific dose of a drug That's to right. these kids. That's right. Because if the kids gain consciousness as they're like going through the transporting water. them through and going through the rope, yeah. Then it's just over, yeah. yeah. Which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these two divers. This is where we got Colin Farrell, and uh, you say his name because I'll butcher it, Alex. Uh, Joel Lord of the Rings Ed- man, Joel Edgerton, or- not Joel Edgerton. Oh no, it's you can Vigo say Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Oh, I was gonna do the Always Sunny. Yeah. So him and Colin Farrell are great. They. They're diving, they find the kids. Uh, like, all the historical aspects were accurate, on point. Like, everything's amazing. Mm. Uh, they, they do a scene where someone panics just to, like, help explain how they came to the, the operation where they basically, yeah, knocked the kids out unconscious mm. uh, using anesthetic to essentially dive them out of the caves like cargo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, crazy. it's crazy. They were like packages. And um, 
That's where Joel Edgerton's character comes in because he's an Australian uh, anaesthetist cave diver. And it's like his qualifications, he just, you know, he happened just to be an anaesthetist. You know what I mean? So like, perfectly. Yeah. And uh, this is where the, the movie shows a lot of the personal interaction between him and the British divers, where they're kind of like suggesting to him that this is the route they might go down. And yeah. yeah, that's where the movie, I guess, comes on top of like watching the documentaries because you're seeing these like emotional moments and the them like going over the plan. And we're imagining like obviously Joel Edgerton's reaction to um, them suggesting that he anesthetize these kids in in the, in the cave is like, no, you're gonna kill them. Like, yeah, this isn't happening. And that get like that in a movie sense gives you such a emotionality and an investment that you're able to get involved with these characters. Yeah. Compared to just watching the documentary of the process. Yeah. And then uh, the actors went really hard as well, um, especially Colin Farrell and uh, Colin Farrell and Mortenstein both uh, did a lot of their own diving, a lot of their water work. They did themselves. That's, that's cool. crazy. And uh, they, like Ron Howard's even saying in an interview, they've got cuts yeah. all over their hands because they're feeling around and they're actually mm. diving. And the water scenes in this movie are what make it. Like, it is freaky. It is scary. Yeah, I saw um, um I saw a couple of clips because uh, just casually uh, they were doing an interview with Ron Howard on someone's TV show, and they were showing some like behind the scenes clips of them filming some of the underwater sequences in the big Hollywood pools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it still looked James terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I'm like, whoa, it's still kind of scary. He still has to go underneath stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like they're still underwater. And they're still crawling through super confined yeah. spaces. They they t- certainly tell the story of how we got to this dangerous plan of the the anesthetizing the kids to 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 cargo them out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this, so there's a scene where they do a short dive where just one part of the cave comes like partially underwater. Yeah. And the guy he takes like panics, and that scene like mm. they show from his perspective, he like kind of just looks up even though he's Un, like in a cave there's no air above him and kicks to the surface Ooh. and it's really like oh like you can just feel it like yeah. his him him instinctively doing that and then he just hits his head on the cave ceiling and it's mm. freaky like there's nothing there to go to so Ooh. yeah props Very to tough. props to mr Farrell, mr mortenstein doing a lot of their a lot of that a lot of, lot of their water work really made yeah. it yeah that is impressive yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see it. My dad watched it and he really enjoyed it. And yeah. he loved he loved the Western documentary of it. And so, again, um, yeah, having just watched the documentary, this feels like it follows the documentary, like how it moves along. Like it's got the jumps where you don't get the info dumps. That didn't yeah, mean to yeah. rhyme. But yeah, yeah it works. Been rhymes. And then the one pet peeve is I, they keep saying that cave diving's dangerous. They never go into any details of it. I feel like they always jump over it. And They're I feel just like saying, just, it's dangerous and never get yeah, any yeah, they keep, Like he screams at the government, like it's completely different to open diving. It's like, how? Just, yep. just if you just Please list explain. it off two or Would three say... reasons why, you'd immediately be like, oh yeah. Like it makes it more scary knowing the reasons why. <laughs> like, Would you say that you reckon, would you enjoy this movie more if you hadn't seen the Western documentaries already? Um, I think the movie might be more of a thrill ride if you hadn't seen the documentary and yeah. you weren't kind of watching the movie as a reenactment straight after mm. knowing the exact yeah. play-by-play, then, like, yeah, the movie's just like, okay, now we're, now we're showing this event because you're just so, coinciding. If you want to watch, so you'd recommend watching movie, then Doco? 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think the movie um, you'd stand to enjoy it as a movie more if you weren't yeah. just fed the whole story um, in detail. Because yeah, then you know the you're seeing what the movie's movie. lacking, I guess. Yeah. But it's like a really well made fo- uh, film in terms of narrative and um, certainly the intensity. Yeah, that yeah, it's good. it's yeah. it's really that underwater claustrophobia they captured, and when yeah. you got Colin Farrell, um, God bless his soul, Love feeling that. around and and bubbling away, and he's actually breathing underwater. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, that is yeah. that is impressive, and for doing that film for. Uh, just saying, like the budget from Google, at least like fifty-five mil. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like the real thing as well. All the shots of the camp, and um, yeah. I'm assume they shot on location. I assume you they did because so. yeah, it's it just they is really the place. The <laughs> yeah, cool. they're doing Avatar in theaters. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're, they've remastered Avatar in 4K and playing in cinemas. Um. I'm I'm Look, I'm I stick there. by, you need to watch Dances with Wolves, and then you watch Atlantis. That's Avatar. <laughs> Avatar uh, yeah, is yes, those Avatar two movies two. blended together perfectly. Avatar 1 and 2. You've done no, it. that's just Avatar 1. <laughs> it, it's Atlantis and water. Dances with Wolves. It's exactly those two stories together. <laughs> I think we should just watch Avatar and, and appreciate how good Avatar is. Um, it is good. Anyone, I mean, the, the source material is great. Anyone considering going to see Spider-Man again for a, a, 10 extra minutes? Nope. <sighs> no, I I've already seen it. Nope. I'll see Nope again. Okay, so I saw Nope again the other week. It was nice. still great. Um, look, I can't wait to read the description of the footage That's online. exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> I already own the film in 4K, um, so... I'll be saving my dollars to go see Avatar again. Yeah, that sounds like a bad Anyone going to go see Avatar again when they re-release it in 4K? Yes. They remastered it. Are they re-releasing will, it in I'll, 3D, I'll though? You. I'll happily join you. No you 3D? No 3D. They're not doing it in 3D? Well, I don't know. A lot of theaters don't have the 3D anymore. Avatar was, was bringing back 3D, uh, 3D when it first came out. Like I the, thought Avatar was... launched 3D. Yeah, it was the new. It's like, the new. Clear it was like the new 3D. wave of three D. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's and then three D. We were told that they were filming films with like doubled up cameras, and they were doing yeah. weird three D stuff, and it just didn't it was happen. very expensive. Who's coming yeah. to see Wog Boys Forever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like they put Super Wog on Netflix, and that's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Halloween Ends? We all... uh, no. I still need to watch the second one. <laughs> Black Adam? Oh, Black, Black Adam I will be seeing. Do you know what I way. watched, which is better than all these things, which is <laughs> they just put on Netflix? What? Midsummer. How good's Midsummer? Oh, Midsummer. Midsummer is have awesome. Have you seen, have, have you seen Her- uh, Hereditary? No, but I'm going to. It's better than Hereditary in my opinion because it's more scary because Hereditary deals with like ghosts and shit. And, like, yeah, there's more supernatural stuff. Whereas, yeah. oh, Midsummer is like it's just cults and this Nordic really cult shit. It's, it's just amazing. fucked up. It's like my perfect horror movie. Like, oh my god, it's I love it. It's my favorite horror film. And the, and there's a guy in it called um, Christian. Which one? Hereditary. Midsummer. 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 Oh, Midsummer. Okay, I was gonna say because uh, I suggested my dad watch Hereditary, and uh, he, he would hate it. He came away and said that was boring. Oh. Hereditary is scary as shit, but I think Midsummer affected me more. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely man, on my Mid- list to watch. God, Midsummer is Christian? terrifying. Christian in Midsummer. 
Yeah. My yep. name's my name's Christian. <laughs> that could be me. I don't want to be him. No, you don't. You I wouldn't do the, the things he did. No, you'd, you'd end up in the bear. Is yeah. he the bear boy? Yeah. yeah, he's the bear. But it's more the the sequence before that, which oh is my god, where Christian when, did bad. When she looks through the door. Yes. And oh, that is terrifying. And then sh- her wailing, and then oh. Yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, it's hard when, to explain. When, when she finds out what happened to her family, that's mm, like action. Yeah. That's yeah. like That real... freaked me out. Seriously, that's that like freaked me stuff. out. That's almost just like someone told her the worst news ever and they put uh, a camera on her. When she's wailing into Christian's lap. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, my God. That's so fucking I real. Admit, it's not even funny. I, yeah. This is one of the ones where I truly think that people should be watching the director cut for it. Okay. So... Uh... Which yeah, what would I have a, watched? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it'd be it was long. It was over two hours. Yeah, theatricals almost. Uh, directors almost three hours. Um, so it's probably another half an hour because I reckon yeah, there's two it, hours it, thirty or something with credits. Yeah, they they dive into the relationship between Christian and her more. That would be more uh, interesting because that's what's really lacking. Mm. Um, yeah, that's I, what I, everyone said. Yeah, because I'm constantly like. Uh, there's no redeeming quality. Like, there's not one second yeah. where you see to them him. as an as a couple. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't know why they're together. Other in than the movie, the scene in question when she finds out her parents die. Like, yeah. he's not. In, at, yeah, yeah. In the film, in the theatrical, he's just like irredeemable. He's like the worst. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. In the in the director's cut, he explores their relationship more. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just under three hours. It's 171 minutes. Also, oh, the uh, the psychedelic use in this movie is the incredible. The, it is the oh. best portrayal I've ever seen of psychedelics in like a film. Like it, now, it's good. what <laughs> what is it? What when when they add the thing to their drinks? Yeah, like you I think that's peyote or something like some yeah, psychedelic it, tea. But also another thing they add tea. to the drinks. They add another thing to the drink where it makes his a bit more red. And they do it as oh, like she's yes. marked him as her. Yes. I already paused on that frame when they show the store, the love story because yeah. earlier on, which is uh, foreshadowing what, yeah, what she does there. Yeah. Also him just freaking out because he's un- under some Nordic love mm-hmm. curse and also psychedelics. Uh, That's something. Uh, acting's all great. All the, like, oh, I, I can't get over how brutal the, the ritual is what they do to the yep. elders. Yeah. That I, is some of the hardest things. To I watch. knew that was coming when I saw the like the weird paddle he's holding. I'm like, yeah. oh, I know what that's for. Because I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's to and finish the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah uh, something that, that's something that. that um some Papua New Guinean tribes still practice today. Um yeah. the culling of the less useful. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, no, I think um all the acting's fantastic, and I think like even down to Will Poulter, mm. um, who's the guy that pisses on the tree and pisses everyone off. Oh yeah, he's funny because yeah. they just brought him along, and he thinks it's a party trip, trick, yeah. uh, trip. Sorry, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just there for a good time. Yeah, just, yeah. Like the visuals are great. Like the ending's fantastic. She's incredible. Uh, sh- her in the flower dress. In the dress. Right. Oh my god. The, yeah. The the visuals. Florence Pugh. It's a beautiful film. In general. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just yeah, the flower dress is incredible. I think it's a beautiful though. film. It's a but it's also a horrifying film. It's like, a horror that's film how they... that shot all it's a horror film that's set all in day. Yeah, yeah. it's because... set in the most peaceful, calming, beautiful yeah. thing ever. Like, yeah. 'cause even it's... even the place they stay stays 
daylight for most of the time. Yeah, it's yeah. Nev- they never show dark, except yeah, like very short. Twice. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the sun only goes down for like a few hours mm. at a time. Yep. Even though um, I like the way they played it, like they definitely would have been getting the hell out of there, but then there was the mm. added pressure of the thesis stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. like everything they wrote into it was was great. Yeah. Yeah, we love Midsummer. We did. That was yeah. That really surprised me. Yeah, I'm glad you watched them. Uh, I was more just, people should watch that movie. It's been on my list. I was scrolling through Netflix, and when Netflix gives you lemons, yeah, you watch it. Chris watches a random film from the '90s. That's right. <laughs> it's not from the '90s. No, but you do. The, the second they throw a recommendation <laughs> in your face, you're just like, "Oh yeah, I could learn about the War of 1812." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is I, Christian. <laughs> We know you, Chris. It's I can't okay. wait for next week when Christian decides to watch Project X. Yes. <laughs> no, next week. Because um, we gotta, I gotta, I gotta finish watching Mad Men. Yeah. And uh, there's some other John Hamm stuff I want to watch. Um, ah, have you seen uh, the El Royale one? Bad Times at El Royale. Yes, I like that. Yeah, it's a good movie. That is someone trying it's to make a Tarantino dude, film and doing that all right. Paid off. Yeah. And yeah. doing okay. Yeah. Like it's someone trying to be him, but they do fine. Like. It's the best Quentin Tarantino film that isn't the Tarantino film. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> honestly. I'll probably um, watch Hereditary next, Chris. Okay. No, run, run Hamwatch. So next Ham we're going to watch Million Dollar Arm. I've never seen that, but I'm, which I'm rooting for it. I saw, it sounds like uh, what you're going to have after watching all these John Ham <laughs> films. That's right. <laughs> which <laughs> movie I, I saw on a plane. <laughs> Uh, going to Europe at some point in my life. Oh, uh, there's a movie called Party Monster with him on it. <laughs> Might want to watch, watch that. that. Throw that in. Baby Driver. You throw Baby. Oh, Driver gonna have it? to rewatch Top Gun because he's in that. Yeah, you're gonna have to rewatch Top Gun. Top Gun That's, from the top. You know, what a uh, shame. Look, wet Hot American Summer. You can throw that in there. Is he in Wet Hot? Uh he's in one of the, the newer one. The newer one. Yeah. Uh you know, black that one episode of Black Mirror. He's in Tag, that I still haven't seen. Tag's, Tag's, Tag's fun. really fun yeah, one-off it's... action film, action comedy film. Uh, there's, not, there's not a whole lot of the pickings on, uh, on Netflix if you look up the ham sandwich. On the old ham bone? Yeah. Yeah, not much, but, not much to pick from. Ah, I just want him to be faithful to his, to his beautiful wife. He won't be. You know, that, that's damn. in his contract not to be. Yeah. I guess that's um, <laughs> part of his character is that he's just this beautiful, successful man. Like... That's apparently what every woman wants in the '60s when they like are unable to have a career because of yeah. suffrage. Um, and yeah, Rings of Power comes out on Friday as well. Everyone, holy shit! Is yes. that this week, yeah, right. That's this week. Damn. So yeah, get, get excited for that. I saw Don't they're know. doing a two-episode drop. I didn't know it was mm-hmm. so soon though. Friday. I still haven't watched an episode of the Game of Thrones show. Yeah. I saw us? one comment from it saying that um. Uh, Robert Baratheon was broke as fuck. Yeah, I saw that. They yeah. have the Ooh, joust in like the season one of Game of Thrones, and then the joust in this first yeah, episode. And it's like, it's, like so incredible. different. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. season one like, budget. I'm here for that. It's a good time. Well, um, is anyone uh, else got very, very, very quickly? Nah, sorry, that's it. This end of the show. That's it. I'm enjoying She-Hulk. Thanks for watching. Oh wow, oh. he's full on cut away. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, are you Oh yeah, She-Hulk. It's fine. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's fun. I thought this most recent episode was really fun. Um, and the the best joke in the entire thing is um, 
uh, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk saying, I was a completely different person back then. Um, being a complete fourth wall break to the fact that it was Ed Woodward. It was Ed Brilliant. Um, yeah, and 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 the, and they t- and they tease Wolverine and they tease Wolverine. Just they saying. did, they did tease Wolverine. Cheeky bastards. Not going to be in there for like eight years, but no, they no, them. they're not actually going to do anything with it. But it's just a fun little thing to have there. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens. See, they also, do you see it quickly? Do you see, they uh, uh, Warner Brothers only have enough budget this year to for the rest of this year to release two movies. That being, don't worry, darling, and Black Adam. Oh. So they had to delay Shazam to next year. Is that Aquaman. why they did that? Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers only have enough money to release two two films for the rest of the year. They are going to go yeah. under and Disney's going to buy them. That's rough. But think about it. You got, like, the whole issue at the moment is that all the drama. And now, now there's so much drama around Don't Worry, Darling. As well. Because of that. So, like, they cannot catch a freaking break and it's nah. so funny. Nah. It is oh so funny. Oh, my God. Um, there, there are so many things going on with that. Um, there's cartoon shows that are just disappearing forever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, what was it? Um, there was a new, uh, Batman animated series that was going to come out that was going to be might like- Might be coming to Hulu now. Super old school. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, it might be going uh, Hulu, Prime, and Netflix are bidding for it now, I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ. What an absolute fucking mess. Imagine um, the Batman show on Disney Plus because we're there are Hulu. Yep, so. I, I say honestly, we're one bad year away from Disney making a big offer. Disney yeah. will probably buy it. Like I'm in all seriousness, it will happen. Disney Disney owning both Marvel and DC would just be the the biggest industry shift ever. But I don't want them to because I don't want everything to be the same. No, that's yeah. well. But do that's you, why I love Top Gun Maverick so much. But do you it's want a, Marvel DC in real life? I don't care. I really don't care. Like they they give me their films. I get you know sometimes you get hit with a Thor Love and Thunder where it goes oh, that was a bit shit, mm. and then you get like a Shang Chi where you go this is pretty good. I enjoy mm. this. You know, give more please. It's a good suit. More, more please, good suit. And then and then like yeah, Doctor Strange where you're like oh, it was good. I don't think I could have any more though, and like. <laughs> And then they keep coming out with more gods. Then, then you get Black Widow, and you're just like, oh, Didn't why need did this. they serve us dog food? <laughs> why did they bring out the dog food? No, it's cold um, because it was meant to come out two hours ago. And then you're at Macca's, and then, like, they bring you a salad, and you go, I didn't order Eternals. What's going on here? And, or you know, Eternals. Is, that's it. That's all my... Don't hair. shame Harry Styles and Patton Oswalt like that. All right. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. That's what I have to say tonight. We're done. Oh, I watched a few things. Oh. Michael, what'd you watch? <laughs> I haven't even had a chance to jump in. Go, You quick. can what'd jump you in at any point. You guys are having a great conversation. Um, so A started Michael breaking... just sat back and enjoyed the podcast. A started breaking yeah. bad. because So on that on season one still at the moment, chugging through that. But um, me and Gemma binged, watched, and finished uh, season two of Only Murders. Oh. So I don't think any of us have actually watched it, have we? No, I haven't watched it. Yet. Um, look, is it good? I, I want to say the last, definitely the last four episodes this season is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think they do a really good job with like the, especially in the last episode, like the bit of a flip on like you know frame one person, then frame another, and then like finally cop the cop the person, like catch the person out. But I, they do a good job of weaving it. Like um, last episode in the at, uh, right at the end, you get a we get a quick cameo from Paul Rudd. Uh, hey! Spoilers! Cool. Spoilers! Playing Paul Rudd? Um, no, playing some dude named Ben. Oh. Um, <laughs> Even better. 
Um, we do get a, a surprise, but who I was not expecting to see this. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, I know him. Oh, yeah. The next guy. The next guy who just also like. Also, was in. Also, he's just Phoebe's cop boyfriend from Friends. Fair. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Just like an uh, overly aggressive Knicks fan that's like screamed at the TV when they drafted Chris Daspersing. He's in this. So that was sort sure. of like a. It was sort of like he popped up. And I'm like, I know that face. And then like I had to pause, like pause the episode, think about it for a sec. And then I just started giggling thinking about the video. So I had to play the video. <laughs> and Gemma's just looking at me like, the fuck are you laughing at? But no, I would say give it a watch. And then when other people do watch it, if they watch it, we can talk about it. Yeah. That's definitely on my list. I definitely still need to get around to watching it. Michaela and I are still watching Game Changer. Right. Now I'm done. Oh, that's it. There we go. Episode 170 of MT Millennial Movie Talk. Movie and TV show, show, show. That you show. can watch the video of on YouTube.com slash Millennial Movie Talk. Swear you to God, subscribe. if you don't watch the video, you're probably driving your car and that's Leave fine. a like. <laughs> Leave a comment. On what commentary track you want Alex to do solo again? Um, you can follow us on your podcast service of choice. Yeah, Joe, to retaliation. <laughs> I, I want I want you to do the uh, live action Masters of the Universe. I'm pretty sure I did. Never seen it, by the way. Pretty sure I did GI Joe two because I was going to go see Snake Eyes. Yes, and I haven't seen Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's your boy Henry. I don't give a fuck what movie he's in. It's apparently it's shit. Oh, bless. Bless. Um, I love Tom Cruise. I'm not watching The Mummy every second week. You, yeah. you should. Um, you can find our commentary tracks from the past over on patreon.com slash me on a movie talk. And uh, hey, if things go well, there might be some new ones popping up on there, um, which would be nice. Face if things and, aren't going well, they'll still be popping up there. I feel like we've got to put them on there for things to go well. Yeah, true. It's kind of a you've be it's you got to do. We it haven't to posted get, anything in. on there in twenty episodes. Yeah, it's best. And not we're to think like, about that. why are we losing them all? It's best not to think about that. Um, and you can follow us on your socials of choice, most likely Instagram or Twitter. Add Michael on Facebook. And Add we're him. saying that. I'm Alex. I'm Braden. I'm Christian. And I'm Michael. And we're out of here. Goodbye. All. Oh. Diddle-oo.